You got the chill. The chill. The chill. The chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Damian Lillard from Portland to Milwaukee. What? Blockbuster deal that lands the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis Antetokounmpo, all-NBA guard Damian Lillard. It's a three-team trade. Okay! They were already pretty much all-in the Bucks. This is going all-in on top of all-in. Yeah! Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Yeah! Okay! The Milwaukee Bucks are the center of the NBA universe. Today, Matt Hamilton. He's Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. We are live from the Everlight Solar Studio. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. If the mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's crush a Coors Light. Yeah! This must must be what it's like to be the bell of the ball. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, you go to the ball and they announce you and you walk down the stairs and everyone's staring at you. This must be what it feels like. Wow. I, someone had mentioned this just like, you know, a while back when uh, Dame was talking about trying to get to Miami and someone was like, how about Dame to the Bucks? And I was like, yeah, right. I mean, that would be amazing, but yeah, right. Look, how you like us now? All right, 844-770-3776. Does adding Damian Lillard, if you're missing the news, make the Milwaukee Bucks favorites in your mind to win the NBA title? 844-770-3776. Damian Lillard, if you didn't know, is now a Milwaukee Buck. And I'm going to tell you a little bit of ancillary joy I'm getting out of this. Heat fans like Evan Cohen uh, from uh, the morning show here on ESPN Madison, unsportsmanlike, is being unsportsmanlike. A big crybaby uh, over. Uh, he is a Miami Heat fan. Obviously, he's not in Miami anymore, but he is a big Heat culture guy, a big Miami guy. Jimmy Butler's whining today. Tyler Hero's whining today. Oh, their tears taste so good, Matt Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. As the former Miami guy, I feel like this is a good day for you. It's not your fault. <laughs> a good way for you to just get this kind of, get this out, you know, because Miami's obviously had a good run recently, finals two out of three years, but, so they've kind of had your number, but now you got their guy, right? We, he's here in Milwaukee. He is here in Milwaukee. He is him. The Bucks have two players of MVP caliber playing at or near their prime. Hall of Fame. They're both Hall of Famers, but I'm saying they're both playing darn near MVP level basketball still. Dame Lillard, last year, averaged 32 points a game, shooting 37% from three, seven assists, and five rebounds per game. The Milwaukee Bucks are the center of the NBA universe. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is not this is the story everyone expected to go against the Bucks, that the the Heat get Dame, and then the Bucks don't win, and then Giannis gets mad, and then the Heat get Giannis or the Bulls get Giannis. That didn't happen. No, Giannis went out by some reports and helped recruit Dame and bring him to Milwaukee, and the Bucks have built a culture of winning 
And the fandom in Milwaukee and the atmosphere of Pfizer Forum has made Milwaukee and the state of Wisconsin a destination for the NBA. Matt Hamilton, that is insane in a good way. I can't believe it happened, but I am so thrilled it happened that the NBA now runs through Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the NBA title runs through Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 844-770-3776. Do you think... The NBA title runs through Milwaukee, Wisconsin after the Milwaukee Bucks at it. Dame Lillard. I think the answer is absolutely right. Uh, Dame Lillard is going to change this Bucks offense in crazy fashion. We're, we are going to see an amazing high flying Bucks offense. I do worry a little bit because Drew was such a good lockdown defender. Mm-hmm. If we're going to suffer a little bit there, but that's. Now's not the time to think about that. I'm just going to – what I'm most excited about and what honestly shocked me the most about this trade is a couple weeks ago, Giannis said that he is a buck, but first and foremost, he's a winner. Mm-hmm. And he is going to go wherever he feels he has his best chance at winning. And how many times do we hear a superstar say something? Now, granted, Giannis did it in the best way possible. This is an interview. He wasn't saying he was mad. He was saying this is what he wants and this is his expectations. The Bucks said, I hear you loud and clear, sir. We are going to show you we are all in. And I think it's so refreshing to see a Wisconsin franchise do everything they can for their superstar to keep him happy and get these tools around him that he feels are going to win him a championship. They basically let Giannis go out and try and pick the player he wanted. Right? Yes, 844-770-3776. Does the title run through Milwaukee now that they've added Damian Lillard? Here's the trade. Lillard goes to Milwaukee. From Adrian Wojnarowski, here is a tweet. Damian Lillard goes to Milwaukee as part of a three-team deal with Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, and a 2029 unprotected Milwaukee first and unprotected Milwaukee swap in 2028 and 2030, excuse me, to the Blazers, Phoenix lands, Yusuf Nurkic, and Grayson Allen, Nasir Little and Keon Johnson. So the Bucks essentially give up future draft picks, but let's be honest, this team does what they're supposed to be. That's just the price of doing business. Yeah. They give up Drew Holiday, and they give up Grayson Allen. So I mean this with all due respect to Drew Holiday. It is a loss as a leader and as a defender. But the Bucks have upgraded. Dropping, oh. dropping Grayson Allen, is it's not the loss you think it is. He's actually got a hefty salary for what he does as well. But Drew Holiday is a really good player, but the Bucks needed someone to score the basketball at the end of a game. And Rip Arona chimes in, 844-770-3776. I agree with this wholeheartedly. This is not the Bucks building a super team like the Nets where they just threw a bunch, threw a bunch of talented players together. You couldn't pick a better fit with Giannis. Dame is the final puzzle piece for a title, and I cannot wait to see the first Dame time moment at the Pfizer. And Dame time moments, if you're new to Dame Lillard, because he played out West... <laughs> Dame is is kind of Steph Curry esque. Yeah. I mean, he will he will catch fire. You ever play the game NBA Jam? Yeah. And the ball catches on fire. He's on fire. That's Damian Lillard. He, he will do that. He can shoot it from anywhere, like literally anywhere on the court. Dame has a shot to make that basket. And what really excites me, and I'm not just like you. We're not trying. I'm not trying to knock Middleton or Drew Holiday here, but we're gonna have a superstar who's gonna be able to carry the load if Giannis is out for injury or maybe taking a maintenance day or not playing, we're going to have a guy like Dame who can actually put a team on his back 
when he needs to. Like, the bonus of this is neither Dame nor Giannis are going to be required to carry these this team. They can do it together. They One can do it when while the other plays the complementary role and back and forth. When, when the other player's out, they can be the superstar that they have been. So it's just nice to, to know that like without Giannis, as Bucks fans, I felt like our chances dropped severely. Now I think they might they drop, but it's not like severely, severely, because we have a guy who's carried the Trailblazers his entire career. He knows how to be the only guy on the court. And that was something I felt like we were missing when Giannis was not on the court. Jimmy Haslam opened up the wallet just like he did in Cleveland. That's TJ from the road. That's right. New ownership involved with the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Ripperona does add that that would be an ultimate uh, NBA Jam duo, Giannis and Dame. Yeah. Oh, God. Be like one of those that would be, cheat codes. Yeah, that would be amazing. Tim in Oregon chimes in. Milwaukee is great. Huge luxury condo overlooking the lake. Reasonable major airport. Short flights to the east near big Chicago and Giannis. Yeah. It is a good point. The more and more it is easier to get around, even living in Milwaukee, even if you love it. I mean, Jalen Rose used to stare, uh, share stories, former NBA player, former Michigan star, former ESPN personality, that, hey, he could, at times, go down to Chicago and come back. Like, if he didn't want to be in Milwaukee. You know, I think right. Milwaukee's great, but it's close to the big cities. You can get anywhere. The airport is, is really fun to get around. And Milwaukee is, on its own, a standalone good city. And here's mm-hmm. the thing. Nobody... Packer players don't live in Green Bay much in the offseason. Milwaukee Bucks players don't live in Milwaukee much in the offseason. You don't have to do it anymore. You can you play, you pay attention, you focus on what you're doing, you try to win, you enjoy the city, but then you go wherever you want to go. Yeah. Giannis is international. Look at and that's not just a Milwaukee thing. Uh uh Jokovic is back uh in his home country. Yeah. I mean, like people Racing leave, his horses. Yeah, people leave their NBA cities most of the time. Even Jimmy Butler's jet setting around. So that's the when one. he's not when he's not accusing the right. Bucks of uh, so collusion. Honestly, or the whatever. amount of money Tampering. that came into the NBA is almost, for the players is almost better for Milwaukee because the owners are willing to spend money, and then they got players with discretionary income. They can get private jets to go wherever they want if they don't like it there, and if they do like Milwaukee, great. But you know what's loved about Milwaukee? Just like every other sports town in Wisconsin, it is an amazing sports town. When your team wins, winning in Milwaukee, like that Bucks team, is a legend here in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah. If they win another one. Dame's going to be a legend here in the state of Wisconsin. He almost basically is immediately. 844-770-3776. Our first Iron Jack poll question. Does the NBA title run through Milwaukee after the Milwaukee Bucks traded for Damian Lillard? Right now, 84% of you say yes. The Adam and Madison chimes in. Thank you, Drew Holiday, for helping us win a ring and everything you've done for the city of Milwaukee. Welcome to the Midwest, Dame. Let's get you some cheese curds and a couple rings. Grayson Allen, yeah, bye. Let's go. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. I think from the movie Friday is, is that, how like, I would say that. Your favorite part about this trade, like you're 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 pretty stoked we're getting Dame, but we're finally getting rid of Grace. That is literally the cherry on top. The fact that I don't have to even pretend to root for Grace and Allen anymore uh, is glorious. Uh, it is a, now. There's not a single player on this Bucks team that I not only like I loathe Grace and Allen, and I didn't like the way he played basketball. Right. I didn't like him back from Duke. I just don't. I don't like. I don't like his face. I don't like watching him play basketball. Fair enough. Like he would just ruin it for me a little bit. And now I don't have to do it anymore. This team and they kept Marshawn Bochamp, which do not sleep on keeping Marshawn Bochamp because when you talk about the defense, not to get into the weeds on this, but. He, I think, can immediately step in and be a very good defender. And obviously, offensively, he's got some major concerns. But 
he can step in and be, I'm thinking playoffs here, not regular season, but playoffs when you need a stop or you need a guy to make a few plays defensively. That's what Bochamp can be right. because he's physically capable. He's smart enough to learn. He knows the NBA defense. This is exciting. And Robin Madison chimes in, and when I'm sick of my Wisconsin winters, he goes to the Bunny Ranch. So good for you, Robin Madison. Okay. He, well, that's what he yeah. does when he's sick of Wisconsin winters. I don't know yeah, what Giannis yeah. and Jalen yeah, and all those yeah. guys do. Uh, 844-770-3776. We're not asking you what you do uh, when you're sick of <laughs> Wisconsin winters. But I guess you can chime in and tell us what you do. If you're sick of Wisconsin winters, you can just go to the Bucks game and watch the Bucks play at Pfizer Forum. 844-770-3776. You can call in and just share your excitement. Because my phone lit up. Our friend Lee from Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Oh, yeah. He's like, I want Bucks tickets. Our friend Dan from Simden Chevy in Mount Horeb. Only minutes away from a better buying experience at Simden Chevy in Mount Horeb. I've had a better buying experience there. You can too. He hit me up and was like, this is great. We're going to a Bucks game. Right, we're going to a Bucks game. I'm going to a lot of Bucks games. You're this going year. to a lot of games. Matt, ha- Matt Hamilton, who doesn't go to Bucks games, is now excited to go to a Bucks game. Giannis, that's a good boy. I'm going to go to multiple games. We're going to have year. to talk to our, our, our friends uh, Bo and Nick at Dancing Goat Distillery, see yeah. if they want to go to a Bucks game with us. We're debuting Green and Gold Goat. Uh, on our ESPN Madison social channels on tomorrow before the Packer game. Yeah. I'm sure Scott Chalmers from Chalmers Jewelers, when we go out there tomorrow, he's going to ask about a Bucks ticket, maybe get him a ring. Everyone is so excited about this, Matt Hamilton. Almost as excited as you are when you see a good bush. <laughs> That's right. No one's that excited, but you can get as excited as I do about a bush if you go see my friends at Olsen Tune because they've been customizing residential and commercial outdoor living spaces since 1997. They came out to my place. They got my landscaping back up to snuff, squared out some of the edging. I got a new bush like Jim alluded to. And they can do a whole lot more from landscaping maintenance, like I said, to irrigation, concrete work, pools, and more. If you've got an outdoor living need, large or small, Olsen Tune is here to help. You can go visit OlsenTune.com to get started on your project today. That's OlsonTune.com. As we go to break here, Levi and Plover chimes in. Hey, Jimmy Hambone, it's Levi from Plover here. I haven't listened to you guys for a while, but I am sure tuned in today to hear about Damian Lillard and the trade of the Milwaukee Bucks. This is an awesome day for the state of Wisconsin. Have a good day, fellas. You too, Levi. It is a great day in the state of Wisconsin. We're going to talk to... Packer Hall of Famer, Wisconsin legend Mark Tauscher, next on the show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. It's Dame Time in Milwaukee. I think it's so refreshing to see a Wisconsin franchise do everything they can for their superstar to keep them happy. Breaking news is brought to you by Metro Kia of Madison. React with us on 100.5 ESPN. The Milwaukee Bucks may need to head to Chalmers Jewelers sooner or later to get themselves some new championship rings. He does custom work. I was at the dentist day getting my teeth cleaned, Matt Hamilton. And you I think was, about getting a grill? Uh, no. Oh. But she told me, though, I said, hey, we're going to do a show out at Chalmers Jewelers on Thursday because she knows I do the radio. You know, people like me. Yeah. And uh, she's like, you know what? I've heard you talk about it, and I actually, my son went there and worked with the crew over there and got an engagement ring, and it was like a year-long process, but he did it, and they love it, and it was fantastic. So Chalmers Jewelers in Middleton is where we're going to be on Thursday. Our next guest here, Mark Tauscher, knows all about rings and Chalmers Jewelers and also uh, big stars in the state of Wisconsin, Tauscher, Dame. Bucks, I honestly never thought I'd see the day where a, a star of Dame's caliber 
comes to Milwaukee to play NBA basketball? Yeah, I, I mean, I think it tells you a lot about Giannis, first off, mm-hmm. and also about the fact that this organization is going to do everything in its last power to make Giannis happy. So do I think Dame would have come to Milwaukee unbeknownst without Giannis? No, I don't. But when you're a market, you have to understand what your strengths are and what you need to do to build your team, and you have to trade. Drew Holiday, obviously, you traded to bring him in. You win a championship, and then – you know, I heard you guys a little bit earlier you know, discussing the defensive side of it. And, you know, Drew Holiday's been great. He was awesome for the time that he was here. But you noticed when we got knocked off, uh, Jimmy Butler was unstoppable. That was with Drew Holiday on the team. And I just will have the vision of Giannis playing hot potato with the basketball at the end of that, I think it was game five, mm-hmm. and understanding you needed to do something different. And Dame Lillard, who. He is a he is an alpha dude who's going to take the shot at the end. He's going to he's going to uh, you know be a playmaker. I couldn't be more excited from a Bucks fan standpoint when you bring in somebody in the prime of their career who is going to be as hungry as ever to play alongside a Giannis that a gives you that great chance to win a championship each year they're here, and I think it also extends that uh, championship window that you have. Uh, with Giannis and all of the conversation that went into it, uh, everybody's got to be excited. I know I am. And Tosh, you're here in football all the time with complimentary styles of play as far as complimentary football. Dame and Giannis complement each other. Giannis is a, a multiple winner, multiple all-defensive team, defensive player of the year. He's always up for that award. He can pick up some of the slack, but he's not built to be the guy that has the ball in his hand at the end of the game. He's still more of a, a power player than a skill player who's going to score baskets like Jimmy Buckets did. And the Bucks now have a compliment for him with Dame. And, and I mean, obviously, you know basketball. You, you played it at, at a you know not quite the NBA level, but you played it. But complimentary basketball. I mean, you look at the teams that win. That's how you get it done. Even look at Denver. They all complement each other. Now the Bucks, I think, play better complimentary basketball and a little bit of redundant parts with Drew. Chris and Giannis, and now let's fix a little bit. Yeah, I just think when you can have somebody, Giannis obviously is a playmaker with the ball in his hand, and but there got to be points in games, and I know he was awesome in the Phoenix series shooting free throws at the end in that last game, but that's obviously still a concern. And, uh, you know, Shaq compared himself to Giannis back in the day. And Giannis obviously is much more athletic and able to do more things, but that I think you think about it from that perspective where – Kobe had to kind of cover at the end of games and be a clutch shot maker. Dame, dollar, Dame time, and everything else. Uh, that's where he thrives. And to have somebody that can be a closer at the end of games and also, you know, if you have to double team him, that gives spacing for other people. I think it's a perfect fit. And as long as these guys stay healthy, I think the they should be the odds-on favorite to win the championship. Yeah, Tosh, I totally agree. I think this uh, this Bucks team is absolutely set up as the favorites. Road to the championship goes through Milwaukee. Um, I'm curious, like, so with this addition of Dame, obviously we're going to have some issues in the in the uh, payment department. Do you think is there any? Are the Bucks going to have any problems with? Like, I know there's no salary cap, but is there an issue with how much that? Dame and Giannis are going to command as far as being paid uh, and being a small market team? No. No. Why do we care? 
Oh, I mean, these no, owners you, are just going to shell it out and just keep you honest happy? Like, what's... You make, yes, when you get this opportunity and you have a team that's knocking at the door, won a championship and in the mix for a bunch of others, and you have a talent of Giannis's deal, the value he brings to your city and to your organization, yeah, it's easy for us to say, hey, you pay the luxury tax, you do this. You want the buildings full and you're developing this area and you want to be a relevant franchise in the NBA, you got to pay. You got to have your stars. And when you can bring Dollar Dame and you're paying Chris Middleton, you're going to be in the luxury tax. And that is, you should be, it is a privilege to have to be able to pay that. And you bring in Jimmy Haslam, he's got all kinds of money. That's a part of this whole thing. So you have to be smart and you obviously have certain restrictions that you can do. But when you have this window and you want to bring championships to Milwaukee, which this ownership group has shown that they do, you do what it takes. And if that means you got to pay a ton of money, Golden State's doing it. You're going to see the Lakers doing it. And the fact that the Milwaukee Bucks can say they're in that sentence and in that category, it shouldn't even be a cause for concern. And all fans have always talked about is we want an ownership group that is going to give us the best chance to win. And if that means you have to rebuild and you have to go through that process, fans will stick with you. But when you're in this position, I think if you would have tried to do something else and not went big, the fans would say, well, what are we doing here? The franchise value is doubled, tripled, quadrupled, whatever it's been. I I love it, and I am not remotely worried about any of that. Pay the men's his money, and let's go try to win championships. (laughs) I'm super excited, too. It's just Seems a little out there for uh, a Wisconsin franchise to put championships in the fr- in the the first and foremost thing that they're going for. So uh, I'm just a little hesitant when you see something like this, and it's it purely seems like hesitant? it's for Milwaukee. What are you hesitant about? It's not Matt. It's not coming out of your pocket. No, I'm hesitant to like to believe to like. I just feel like my heart's been tearn- torn away before by like the Brewers. So I've just it's. Weird when an organization's like, we are all in for this team for the championship. We're going to be the best version of the Milwaukee Bucks we can be. No strings attached. And it, it's it's a little surprising. That's all. I'm pumped, well, though. I would say I would say enjoy it and don't overthink it. I mean, this right. is a case where we should all be so stoked that we have an ownership group, and it is a group that is willing to go out and do this. I mean, we as Bucks fans should be thanking our stars that we're not trying to deep out and say, well, we can't pay this luxury tax. We can't do this. And as long as the team is in the mix and is in, is in that fight, and as long as you have Giannis on your squad, this is what you do, and you should be happy and really look at it from a, man, we are fortunate to be able to spend this money on value that is paying off back to your community. It's, I, I, just, I, I couldn't be more excited about what just happened today. Nice. Same. You're making me feel a lot better about it. I was I was a little nervous and skeptical at first, but you've yeah, totally cleared me up. That, does he think that that uh, I don't know what that money is coming out of his pocket? I don't. I don't know. What do you? I don't understand. I, it already happened. No, I know, but like. It's just so different from what I'm used to as a Wisconsin sports fan. Okay, this is just, it's just throwing me off a little. Okay, that's okay. what I mean. Not skeptical you say that about the Bucks, but listen, the Packers. For as much as you want to give the Packers grief, talking about the Brewers the first and foremost. Oh yeah, the Brewers. Good enough to put a team on the field, at. but not good enough to win a championship. Well, they're five out of six in the playoffs and have had you know had an NLCS game at home a couple yeah. years ago. So I, you have to work within 
what your budget budgetary restrictions are. You have to understand all that. The Bucks are saying, "Let's let's go do this." And yeah, it is maybe a little bit different from you know how the Brewers approach it, but the Packers have approached it that way. They spend as much as they can, mm-hmm. and I think as Wisconsin sports fans, we. You can complain, you can say this, and you can do this, but we are, I mean, today is a great day, and I think with the Brewers winning, the, the Packers look like they're getting a lot of things right with their transition, it's a heck of a time to be a Wisconsin sports fan. Yeah. yeah. On that note, talking with Packer Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher here on Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light, you can hear him uh, with Wildy, also his show, uh, with the great beer Coors Light involved as well. Hey, the Packers play tomorrow. It's a big <laughs> game. They play yeah, the Lions. I've heard that. This is, uh, I, I mean, fair to say the biggest test for Jordan Love so far. I don't think that's going to be every single week is the biggest test. But I think, obviously, Chicago was no test. Atlanta was one test that didn't come through at the end of the game. New Orleans was a test. He did come through at the end of the game. But from a, a complete team standpoint, the Lions are the best team, I think, by far the Packers have played. Is that, is that fair to say? Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think, you know, the Detroit Lions, which this sounds crazy to say, they were the... I think prohibitive favorites coming in to win this division, and uh, they're the most certain because of what they did last year and who they brought back and who they have playing quarterback. And I think this can be a statement game uh, as far as Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers go and saying, you know what, I know everybody thinks it was time. Aaron Rodgers left, and everybody thinks it's Detroit's time, but, hey, we're here, and we ain't going anywhere. And tomorrow night could be a huge step in that direction as far as Letting everybody else know, because they all believe it anyways. But it's nice to let other people know, hey, we're here and we're ready to, we're ready to make some noise. With uh, Bakhtiari uh, out, and obviously Jenkins is out as well. This sounds like you know Jones and Watson are going to play, barring anything crazy. But with the Bakhtiari thing, and I know this is impossible to answer, but I mean, how many games do you think he's going to play? Is this a, a new setback, or is just just some sort of minor thing that he just doesn't... Maybe if they didn't play, if they played on Sunday, he would have played. I mean, what's your insight into where he's at right now? Yeah, I don't think it's something minor, and I, you know, I think we we looked at it, and I don't have any problem with all the speculation that happened after that first week because there was a vacuum of information, and with that, and with his brother's tweet and everything else, uh, that's how it's going to go. I thought the communication on that whole thing was god awful. That Lafleur didn't have a clue, and that I, I didn't like any of that. But I think it's fair to say David wants to play football. And I would guess that he played. He had he had not played a ton of snaps, out, you know, outside of playing in that bear game. I think he had a setback, and I don't know that for certain. But just looking at it, obviously he's had some discomfort, or something happened that is not allowing him to go out and play because he realizes, hey, I got 17 games this year. I don't know what my future holds. I've been battling this knee for two years. He's gonna if he can, he's gonna go out and play. And the fact that he hasn't. And the fact that now you're looking at three weeks, he has not practiced since August, uh, that tells me there's probably something going on. And whether or not that something is going to need to, you're going to have to clean something up, or if there's something that they can do to alleviate some pain and get him back out on the field, great. And I think it's probably something more along those lines than any of the other things that have been discussed. Kind of pivoting back to the Packer-Lions game, I'm – Wondering with with some of our weapons back on offense, maybe hopefully Watson, hopefully Aaron Jones. What what do you think is going to be the key to uh, the Packers kind of unlocking this offense against these uh, Lions defense? Is 
do they seem to be like they're weak against the run? Or can they take advantage of them in the pass game? Or is this just a pretty solid defense that you're just going to have to kind of win in the trenches and hope things go your way? Yeah, I mean, I, we had Bulaga on our show this morning, and he's been very blunt in saying that the interior three guys, it's been a struggle run blocking. And that's something you know, we, we were hoping for A.J. Dillon to kind of emerge when Aaron Jones was out. I think Aaron Jones is the key to the whole thing. Yeah, and we saw that if you look at that Bears game, Aaron Jones being in there, it was a you're a whole different ball team. Uh, you're scoring touchdowns, you're explosive. You know, Aaron Jones got some some things moving on the ground, and since then uh, you're not seeing that. It's there's been two, three yards in a cloud of dust, nothing explosive, not a ton of things in the pass game with your tailback. So I think Aaron Jones is critical to as far as what we're Jesus. I just almost got hit by a parrot. If you can believe it, I almost <laughs> got drilled by a parrot that flew off of the back of a pickup truck. What? What? Yeah. Do you have a parrot voice? Because that parrot just about drilled my Chevy Tahoe's windshield. So okay. I'm rattled. I, I have to admit, guys, I'm rattled. I need, I need, a, I need a beat. I need a beat. That is the, one of the most wild things yeah. I have ever heard. Uh, <laughs> as we allow Mark Telcher to, to gather himself for a minute there is uh, he's dodging parrots. Uh, out on the road, are you are you in the Madison? Are you in the Safari? Are you in the Madison area? I'm heading over to Ruth Chris, which I know is yep. a great partner of ours. Yep. Uh, heading over for that great Swizzle and Swirl happy hour, mm-hmm. and I'm driving down the road, and literally a pickup truck pulled in front of me, and a parrot flew out <laughs> and just about drilled my windshield. I obviously don't want to hit a parrot, so that just completely freaked me out. Um, last Fair. thing before we let you go here, um, the Badgers don't play this weekend. The bye week. You'd have a great parrot voice, man. You give me a parrot <laughs> yeah, voice. Give please. us a parrot voice. You have to have a good yeah. parrot voice. Giannis, that's Gempo. <laughs> Come on, give us parrot voice. I, uh, what do I say as a parrot? What you Anything. Want? You repeat what what anyone say says. Whatever you want. Come on. <laughs> I'm rattled. I'm rattled. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's good. I like that. I like that. Uh, we don't need a parrot void for your uh, prediction, uh, Mark Tauscher, but uh, what do you think in the, the Packers do against the Lions? Yeah, it, I, I mean, I'm really fascinated to see how um, how tomorrow plays out. I think Detroit, I don't know who's even favored. I haven't paid as much attention. I would think Detroit's favored, but I believe that if Aaron Jones can do what he did against the Chicago Bears and play as meaningful amount of meaningful snaps, as he's needed, I like Green Bay tomorrow night. I, I just I like the way this team is built. I think they're uh, they're going to be highly motivated. You're playing at home on a short week, and until the Lions prove it, I'm I'm still a doubter. Everybody is raving about how great they were last year. They didn't make the playoffs either, so let's keep that in mind. Uh, Lions are a slight favorite, so um, yeah, you basically pick them. I think it's a one point is what primetime said. Mm-hmm. It's a one-and-a-half one point, half point prime time, Wollersheim. Tauscher, thank you so much for hopping on and dodging parrots on your way out to uh, Ruth's Chris. Oh, gosh. I hope that parrot's okay. It did Just for the record, it did not hit me. All right. I'm still a little bit freaked out. Well, crush a Coors Light, <laughs> calm the nerves. Have a course. Have a course. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you. This is Rollage and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. It's Dame Time in Milwaukee. This is an incredible moment in Bucks history. React with us on 100.5 ESPN. Breaking news is brought to you by Metro Kia of Madison. Miami Heat fans, Heat culture in their feelings as Dame Lillard 
is on his way to the Milwaukee Bucks. Drew Holiday, Grayson Allen, and some picks five to six years from now in the first round are either out or swap with Portland. They end up with the Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, and uh, Phoenix ends up with a couple players as well. But the headline here on Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light, Jim Rutledge, Matt Hamilton with you live from the Everlight Solar Studio, is the Milwaukee Bucks get Damian Lillard. They now have two MVP caliber players playing on the same court at the same time. And our first Iron Jack poll question, does the NBA title run through Milwaukee after the Bucks traded for Damian Lillard? Right now, 82% of you say yes. Yeah! That Hamilton. I, I do have an Take interesting question for you now. Mm-hmm. What did you just say about these two players? The Milwaukee now has what? Two MVP. Now, complimentary basketball, right? Yep. With two guys of this caliber, can either one of them win an MVP? Yeah, I mean, because now you're not really like carrying your team in the same fashion. You have another superstar to lean on. I, I'm not saying that it's LeBron not possible. LeBron won one with Miami. Oh, yeah, I suppose so. He had Wade and Bosch to lean on. Yeah, but, like, yeah. I mean, remember, I LeBron can't win alone. He has to go I find the best players in the league. I just think this is a great the idea. Two they, these two guys are MVP calibers, but I don't think either of them really care if they win MVP. No, it's a nice bonus. With. Both of them just want to win the ring. And, and I think there's something to that. There is interesting. There's some slight changes in the NBA rules as far as sitting players. So these guys may be getting closer to that 70-game mark. Right now they've been hanging around that 60-game mark with Giannis and Dame, kind of protecting themselves for the playoffs. It's a little harder just to sit someone for rest. So I think that you're going to see between Middleton, and assuming they have just relatively healthy seasons, I think you're going to see closer to like 65 games for those fellas with the Milwaukee Bucks. But the Bucks, I think, are legitimate title contenders, if not the leader in the clubhouse for the titles. I'm not afraid of the Lakers with this team. Old-ass Lakers. LeBron James can't play 40 games in a season, so I'm not worried about that. Anthony Davis gets hurt all the time. Denver is great, but there's that disease of more for a title. It's incredibly hard to repeat. Right. It's, just, it's not that you want it less, but it's just you don't want it as much as someone who's been a little... Now the Bucks have been away from it a little bit, and now they, they want it back. They know the taste, and they want to get it again. And so I think that's special. Boston is good, but I think the Bucks, the only wild card here with the Milwaukee Bucks is health. But as uh, some callers pointed out, Robin Madison pointed out, if Middleton is hurt again, now they have uh, someone else in Dame to be able to step up and and play. And Daryl Deerfield chimes in. One, he wants to, uh, or no, that was uh, Dave, our Deerfield friend, wants to go to a Bucks game with us. Daryl Deerfield chimes in. Whenever the Packers are a one or point, one or two point underdog on the road, getting to the Packers game, it's usually pointed out by Vegas that they actually think they're the better team because of the customary three point advantage given to the home team. I think if only it's only appropriate to point out Vegas considers the Lions to be four point favorites over the Packers. Like. I, I, Packer fans should have optimism, but if, optimism. But if the Packers pull off this win, I would say it's it's an upset. But Thursday night's the night for an upset. Like that, right. it is a funky game. Thursday night is a funky game. That is the night you can pull off an upset. And there could be something to the fact that mentally the Packers are, would have been far more geared into this game if that Saints kicker made his kick. Because you can't lose two in a row. You can't fall to one and three, and have the Lions climb to to four and one or three and one. Like you can't have that happen. Right. And so. Now, if you fall to two and two and the Lions go to three and one, it's a little different. It's not as bad. So, not saying they don't have the pedal to the metal, but there is something to before if they had lost to the Saints, it is, oh God, we cannot lose to the you Lions. 
It's a Go must two games win. back yeah. plus the tiebreak or the yeah, first leg win. of the tiebreak. It's not quite that case at all for the Green Bay Packers against the Lions, and we'll talk about that a little bit as well. But the Bucks get Dame. They give up True Holiday and they they give up Grayson Allen. So I just want to point out this little bit, and I'm not getting on Drew Holiday because Drew Holiday, team leader, all defensive type player, defensive player of the year, caliber player. But in basically the same amount of minutes per game, now he played more games than Dame last year, but uh, Drew Holiday averaged 19 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists. And I'd like to point out that Dame Lillard, his uh, stats last year were incredible. And for most years, they are incredible. It's not a one in like a, a freak of nature guy. It is 32 points a game last year at uh, 5 rebounds and 7 assists. So nearly identical stats. They are identical ages, so what you've added is scoring. In this Bucks team, when you have a player like Giannis, you have the defense. When you have a young, up-and-coming player like Marshawn Beauchamp, you can have some defense. Chris Middleton is a good team defender. And the Bucks have enough defense, team defense, to win. But as Tauscher pointed out earlier, and you can listen back, Wisconsin, on the Man Apple, Spotify, and those great places, brought to you by our good friends at Revive Restoration. Go to revivepros.com if you need to revive your home or business after water, hail, or I'm sorry, water, smoke, uh, mold remediation, any of that damage, you can go to revivepros.com. But Tauscher pointed out that with the Milwaukee Bucks, Jimmy Butler scored at will. You know, Denver is not a defensive team. It's very similar to the, the NFL. You just need to be good enough on defense. You don't have to be elite on defense. You just have to be a capable defensive team and score buckets. Dame Lillard, at the end of a game, will get you buckets. Or at a bare minimum, as everyone points out, the hot potato with Giannis gets you a shot. Right. Because that's not Giannis's game. Giannis's game is not the ball at the top of the key going to the basket. Giannis's game is a two-man game with a guy like Dame. How do you defend that? That pick and roll yeah, that they're going to you pull You do off? not have oh. to be a basketball savant. You don't have to be Eric Name. You don't have to like know all the ins and outs of basketball. Everyone knows what a pick and roll is. Mm-hmm. You play it when you play pickup basketball. Imagine trying to stop a pick and roll with two players of supreme athleticism, supreme ath- uh, basketball IQ, and then Dame can not... You fade with Giannis, Dame's knocking down a jumper or a three right in your face. And if you stay with Dame, Giannis is getting the ball and slammed. I mean, I don't know how you stop that ever. It should very quickly be one of the most unstoppable plays in the NBA. They're going to try to stop it by not letting it happen. If that pick and roll starts, it's over for opposing teams. Yeah, it is. It's going to be dangerous. I'm just so excited. Dangerous? Dangerous. Quote it! Put it up there right now. I want a shirt. Yes. Quoted by Matt Hamilton. Dangerous. The Milwaukee Bucks are dangerous. Honestly, they're dangerous. <laughs> I was trying a little too hard. I know. Dangerously. I like it. <laughs> dangerous. The Milwaukee Bucks are dangerous. Hashtag it. Yeah. All right, go on. Honestly, I lost my train of thought there, Jimmy. You're, what? You, you stole what? the show. <laughs> this is Robinson Hamilton. We're going to have Minute to Win It coming up next year. And that is brought to you by our good friends at North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. Uh, Dame is, let's see here. What do we want to do in honor of Dame? He's number, he zero. number zero. I was about to say, that doesn't really work well for a Minute to Win It No, at it all. does well, not. How about what, what's Drew's number? What's, what's Drew's number was 30. Oh, 30. Call. Uh, that also doesn't work. All right. Hey. Oh, yeah. Giannis, 34. 
All right, caller number three and caller number four. 844-770-3776. Caller number three and caller number four. You're entered to play Minute to Win It. If you are entered, you automatically get a $25 gift card to North and South Sea from the Smokehouse, and that might be bumped up to a $50 gift card if you pick the right winner, either Matt Hamilton or me, Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. It's Dame Time. This was the absolute right move by the Milwaukee Bucks. Madison's home of the Milwaukee Bucks is 100.5 ESPN. I just might go get a Rari. OG came like an Atari. NDAs outside my party. Humble but sorry, not sorry. Sorry, hey, 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 sorry, not sorry. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, hey, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, hey, sorry, not sorry. What are you looking at me for, like that? What is this song? This is Dame Dalla. This right. is this is uh, Dame Dalla. Sorry, featuring Lil Wayne by new, new Milwaukee Bucks player Damian Lillard. Well, thank you. That's why I was looking at you. I, I wanted to give credit. I figured it was that. I had not heard this before, okay, but I know okay. he is an artiste along with a MVP basketball player. He's an artiste so. on the court and off. Some may say. There you go. Prime time, Wollersheim. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. We're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. If you want to get yourself a celebratory rack of ribs, I recommend North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. How about that? If you're just like, yes, the Bucks got Dame Lillard. I want a rack of ribs. Well, the best uh, barbecue joint in town yeah, yeah. is North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. Uh, so whether you, you want a rack of ribs, you want to get some shrimp, you want some crab legs, uh, you want some beer can chicken, whatever it is, they got it over at North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. Great family environment. You also can carry it home. You can have it delivered. You can have it catered. So there is no wrong answer with North and South Seafood and Smokehouse, but there will be wrong answers during Minute to Win It. Are you on Team Rutledge or Team Hamilton? I don't want to pick sides. This is the Minute to Win It presented by North and South Seafood and Smokehouse with three locations in Madison, DeForest, and Verona. So it just so happens today, Jim, that I did prepare an NBA-centered topic for today's Minute to Win It. Who would have thought? Just a coincidence. Just a real coincidence. You know how it is. Uh, So obviously, you mentioned already how good of a scorer that Damian Lillard is, but Mm -hmm. I want to know today, do you know the top 10 points per game leaders in the NBA from this past season? Okay. All right. Pretty straightforward. There's not much to it with this one, but uh, we're going points per game, not like total points scored over the course of the season because this, you know, obviously averages it out over the game. So if players missed a certain number of games, it's reflective of how good of a scorer they are, right? Yeah. All right. So we will go ahead and start your timer now. We'll go with Steph. Uh, he is obviously on the list. Giannis. Uh, Giannis, number five on the list. Dame. Dame, number three on the list. Alrighty, so now let's look. Those are some obvious ones there. I'll take a shot with Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, uh, actually, not on the list. <laughs> All right. Not a big regular season score. That was, I knew that was a little bit of a, a stretch there. So let's get out with Tatum. Tatum is number six. So you got five, six, is seven. Embiid on the list. Embiid was number one last year. All right. Alrighty. So I don't think Jokic, I'll save that one for later. Um, so let's get out there. Booker. Uh, Devin Booker is just off the list. Okay. Number gotta, 11, actually. You got to give me a little extra time in there with it. Da, 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 da. You're killing me with that. Well, that was, you're killing my time there. That's that all. was three incorrect, wasn't it? No, that was only two. That was two incorrect. All right. All right now, right. now I, you got to give me all a right, little more. All right. You get an more. extra 25 seconds. All right. So, um, obviously not Milwaukee, Cleveland. Uh, what about, um, this is probably my third wrong one, but, um, the guy from... The guy from Utah that went to Cleveland, uh, man. Uh, I need an actual name here, Jim. 
God, why is it escaping me? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. I'm going to go with Jokic. 5. Jokic, not on the list. Okay. Uh, you're looking for Donovan Mitchell. Thank What's you. the name? Is he on the list? He is. He's number 10. Ah! All righty. All right. Come on in, right, Matt Hamilton. Welcome in, Matt Hamilton. Got us with that one because I haven't thought, you know, the NBA's been out of sight, out of oh, mind. Right. T- until today, I mean, I just was like, it was completely off my radar. You texted us maybe once or twice about it the other past couple days, and I yeah. was like, oh. But then today, obviously, everything changes. As we were just talking, Matt Hamilton, everything changed today, so I decided to get a new list for a minute to win it. You totally scrapped the list you had prepared. I sure did. I was going to go uh, most winningest teams in the MLB this season because the Brewers clinched the Adult Central right, okay. yesterday. I think but I would have beat Jim in that. Possibly. I'll be curious if you'll beat him in this one because the Bucks did get Dame, so now we're going the top 10 highest scores in the NBA this past season. Oh, no. We're going based off points per game, all right? <laughs> I don't even know if I can rattle off 10 good players. Oh, my God. We'll, 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 go, we'll give it our best. I, I didn't question because it's hard to, like, Yeah. it's just hard to who's doing points mm-hmm. per game. There's a lot of guys who get forgotten about just because they play for irrelevant teams, right? So we'll see. Maybe Matt Hamilton has got a few tricks up his sleeve, all right? Not wearing sleeves today. But, Matt, are you ready? Yeah. All right, timer starts now. Giannis. Giannis is number five on the list. Dame. Dame's number three on the list. Um, who's that guy on the Celtics? Is it? Is it? Jay, it's Jalen Brown. Who's the other one? Ah, uh, let's get that. Uh, Trey Young. Trey Young is actually not on the list. Matt. Okay. See, that's what I mean. Those are tricky. Yeah. Um. Uh, is LeBron on the list? LeBron is number nine. He oh, is on this okay. list. So you got three so far. Curry? Curry is number seven, so you got four. Um, let's see. Who else do I think might have that? Um, Durant was hurt, right? He was. Yes. I don't know if I can... It, it is points per game. Oh, oh what, what were we doing? Durant! I'm just Durant! I was, I was... I mean, honestly, I'm running out of names. All right. You got five. Um, let's see... Who else seems like? Who am I? Oh, uh, Joker. He not on the list. Oh, actually. oh doesn't have as many points. But you're out of time. You got five. Jim, I think you had six. Hold on, let me just double check and count up one. Actually, both you guys five. both had five. Yeah. All right. Well, then in that case, we're gonna have to give it to caller number three. He was the first caller today. In which case, who'd they pick? They picked you, Matt Hamilton. So it's honestly whoever gets the pick, they don't win. Yeah. They got the choice it's to pick. The it's the one who is uh, forced into that's Jim Rutledge's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, the yeah. One who, so the one who is forced into picking. Yes. yes. They get well, the win. Oh, okay. Let me rephrase. Caller number four is the one who picked Jim because I get to call number four first. Oh, Because right. I put the other one on hold. I got on hold. Well, now They're I'm all confused. Someone won. Ryan, yes. So the, I promise you. So the official yeah, got so nobody gets mad at us. Whoever picked the first person, they lose... In a tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because they got the pick. Okay, so in which case, Davey Fresh had Matt today. Davey Fresh, Craig, probably uh, believe Madison. Uh, he got you today. And, nice. But because of cheating. Because he didn't give me any, like, you threw out the Durant I gave thing, you extra and then, time. And then you, because you talked through it, you went, bup, 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 with Devin Booker. And he's like, bup, 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 And I gave you an extra 20 seconds. But then you started asking, you're like, well, that was your third strike. I was like, not my third strike. We killed the 25 seconds. the guy the Celtics house thinking? Not proud. Jason Tatum. Was he on the list? He is on the list. Yes. I, had the same, I had the same thing with uh, Donovan Mitchell. 
because he oh, was on yeah, the list yeah, too, and I could one. not. I'm like the guy from Utah that went yeah. to Cleveland, and he was number ten, and I couldn't get his name. Oh, so man. who's the list here? Because Jimmy Butler wasn't on it, Devin Booker wasn't on it. I knew Jokic wasn't on it. That was my last throwout guess at the end of time. Who's the other? So, um, so uh, hero. number one, uh, Tyler Hero? No, Euro. Euro. Oh, uh, Luka Doncic. Doncic. He number two. Been my next Neither guy, you yeah. got him. Yeah. Uh, Pretty surprised. Like I Damian, said, I haven't thought about the NBA for Wait, who was months? number one? Number one so, was Embiid. Okay. Um, I got Embiid. So then we had Dame at three. This one, neither of you ever would have gotten. Harden? Uh, not on the list. Okay. <laughs> Shy Gilgis Alexander from uh, Oklahoma yeah, City. Yeah. I, Matt, do you even know who that is? No. Yeah. Honestly, Unless, my deep cut might have been that dude from uh, Fox. From De'Aaron Fox from the Kings. Kings, yeah. He gets a lot of assists. Not many points. Not many points. Giannis Antetokounmpo, number five on the list. He gets a lot of points. Jason Tatum, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, LeBron James. And the guy who Mac or who Jim couldn't think of, Donovan Mitchell, number ten. Oh, just off the list: Devin Booker, Kyrie Irving, Jalen Brown, and then Trey Young. Fourteen. See, I didn't know if Durant or LeBron played enough games to well, qualify. Well, because it was points per game. I, but think- I know, but like there is like a qualifier, which is fine. I mean, I, I'm fine with how it went, but I'm just saying that like for like the official stats, uh-huh. there's like a qualifier. So LeBron played 55, Kevin Durant played 47, so they both played over half the season. So right. I, I don't know what the qualifier I honestly don't know. I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. I was just like, my thought process was, I don't know what the qualifier That's a is fair point. Uh, for like a scoring title. Like if like could a LeBron have won the scoring title if he had played in 50 games? I, I don't know the answer on that. It doesn't matter, but that's what was going through my head. I see you. I'm fine with this list. We both had the same yeah. list, so it's it's good. Uh, this is Relich and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light.